Hey family, it's your boy J-Rated R, and yes, you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. On Pharaoh Radio family, there are no stereotypes, no discrimination. We talk about everything. There's no filters and there's no censorship. We talk about spirituality, religion, what's going on in the world, relationships, all that, and a whole lot more. So if you're looking for something down to earth or even outside the box, tuning in to Fable Radio with your boy Jay, that's where it's at. So share with your friends and your family. Chime in on Fable Radio, where you heard it here, you heard it first. I'm your boy Jay Read It All, signing off saying to all those, stay blessed, peace, and namaste. It's your boy J-Rated R, and that's right, you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Well, you heard it here, you heard it first, no doubt. Family, today is Sunday, October the 31st of 2021, that's right. And I want to wish my cousin, uh, again, I did wish him yesterday on his birthday, a happy birthday, but I want to put it out here on the public forum. I want to wish Fidel Cashflow VA, that's FCFVA, the one you guys are always hearing me give credit to on the show here. I want to wish him uh, a happy belated birthday because his birthday was yesterday, October the 30th, family. So if you have time and your prayers, throw him a prayer, wish him a happy birthday and many more to come. Uh, If you are someone who follows his platform, definitely, definitely hit him up. I'm sure he would love that with all uh, respect and um, gratitude. Well, family, here it is. Today we are talking about Hallow's Eve, which was Halloween or which is Halloween. And yesterday actually would have been Hallow's Eve. If you want to go the day before the actual holiday or holy day, the day of the sun. Um, if we're being technical, (laughs) um, but this is the day of the dead fam. Now I'm not going to give any scriptures today. We just going to have a straight up regular down to earth talk. And, uh, I really want to thank you all for your support on the Superman that I did the podcast in reference to Superman, um, the true story and, um, secrets of Superman. That uh, was definitely one of the most enjoyable, um, joyous occasions in terms of a show I've done. I enjoy doing all my shows here on Fable Radio, but because I guess because it was it was my favorite superhero, and we were tying it in with all the information that we've been doing, it just sent me into a whole different mindset, a whole different euphoric mindset. Um, and I felt really led by the spirit to do it. Just being real with you all as I always am. I just felt very led by the spirit to do that and to be able to compare and, and show those different, uh, esoteric, um, comparisons of Superman versus what the Bible has in terms of Yahshua, the characters in the Bible based on also characters that relate going back to ancient Kemet, which is Egypt and even some other characters in other cultures. It felt really good to show you all that. And uh, I just started recently receiving some feedback from you all. 
I, I, at first I was kind of wondering if I was going to get feedback because I was like, well, I hope they really like the show. But then the feedback started pouring in and a lot of you told me the reason why you hadn't responded was because, and everybody, a lot of you said this, which I thought was very, um, I thought it was very funny because a lot of you said that you were taking it all in, you were taking notes. And the thing that got me was everybody, you know, majority of you all, not everybody, majority of you all said the same things. I had to go back and actually watch the movie again or for the first time. And so it's funny because everybody was quiet right after I did the podcast. But then once the email came in, all the emails started coming in. I was like, wow. And so um, I'm just really thrilled to know you guys really enjoyed that. Um, I will definitely answer your questions like I always do. Just give me some time. And what I might start doing too, family, is having a um, question and answer Um I might air a question and I might do a question and answer uh, on the air here on Favorite Radio for a lot of y'all's questions. I may just select or randomly pick certain emails that, you know, you guys have questions with and I'll just put it out on the open. It won't be able to do everybody, obviously, because it's a lot of emails, but um, but I will start doing that just to give you guys some recognition as well. And some of your questions may be the same as others. So, you know, I feel that if I'm able to answer it out loud, a lot of you will also be able to take better to that response also. Well, family, you already know who it is, what it is, and why we do it. We want to give thanks to our sponsors with Anchor. We want to thank Anchor for giving Favorite Radio a chance to be heard, uh, to be broadcasted on other platforms such as Spotify and so many others, uh, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Tune in, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many others. Um, and, you know, I just want to be able to continue to do this as long as I'm able to, as long as you guys are willing to listen to me and hear what I have to say. And, and, and thank you so much for your support. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about Halloween, right? We're going to talk about Sam Hain, uh, which is actually a lot of people compare and say that they're the same thing. And, and, and basis, they really are, but then there are aspects of it that's different. We're going to also talk about a very powerful entity uh, who a lot of people are not familiar with, at least not by name or recognition. And that character or that entity is going to be um, no one other than Baron Samdi. That's right, Baron Samdi. We're going to get into who that being is and how he plays such an intricate part, not only on Hollow's Eve or Halloween, but just in a lot of the dark magic that can also be transmuted into light magic. We're going to talk about that, family. Um, and since today is Halloween, why not a better day such as today? So on that note, I'm your boy, Jay Read It All. You are tuning in to Favor Radio. We will return after this commercial break. Stay tuned. family it is your boy jay read it all and that's right you are tuning in to pharaoh radio where you heard it here you heard it first no doubt we're going to give a special special shout out to a very near and dear friend of mine she's a woman filled with the spirit of christ filled with 
the spirit of the Most High. And I want you all to definitely take your time out to support Miss Caroline Yotzia. She's definitely somebody that can make your day better. She's definitely filled with the word fam. And you can check her out on her Anchor podcast or her Spotify podcast called Rock Cut Channel. That's called Rock Cut Channel. And it's spelled all in one word. R-O-C-K-C-U-T and then the word channel. Live on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts and many, many more. So if you're looking for inspiration and upliftment of encouragement and you want to get the word on the day-to-day life of what's going on in the world, definitely check out Miss Yotia's channel. She definitely will make not only your day better, but she'll educate you at the same time. We want to thank her here on Pharaoh Radio for all that she does locally as well as globally all around the world. So definitely take your time out to support her. Subscribe to her channel and much, much more. I'm your boy, Jay Read It All. You are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Go check out Rock Cut Channel by Miss Caroline Yotzia. Y'all take care. Stay blessed. And as always, family, I'm out. Peace and namaste. beloved we are back thank you all once again for tuning in to Pharaoh radio when you heard it here you heard it first absolutely so we're talking about halloween family what is halloween well a lot of people have a lot of different meanings as to what they see halloween as being now you did hear me pronounce of course as a lot of people who look at the word would easily assume when i said sam hain We're going to talk about that here very shortly. But before I do, uh, I want to just talk about Halloween in general. Now, the correct way to say that word is not the way it looks. I say it like that because it's a little joke for me. But if I'm going to be on the air telling you all what the word is, I need to tell you the correct way in saying it. The correct word, the correct way, excuse me, to say what looks to be is the word Samhain. It's actually Samhain. It's an Irish word. And so um, it's not pronounced the way it looks. (laughs) But if we're going to do things right, we got to do it right. So the proper way to say it in its Irish tone would be Samhain. That's right. It doesn't look anything like it's spelled. I say Samhain because, well, I like to break words down and do the etymology of them. You guys know that by now for those of you who've been tuning in with your boy here for quite some time. But yeah, I do like to do things the right way as much as possible. So yeah, Samhain will be moving forward how I say this word on the show. Um, but yeah, I, I like to say Sam Hain. But there are a lot of connections to Samhain, Baron Samdi, Halloween. And we will start touching bases on that as we go deeper into the show. Now today's show definitely will be uh, no more than its normal time. Sometimes I kind of feel like I just not need to say that to you all because you'll see how much time is, you know, is in the show when it airs. But, um, hey, 
it is what it is, man. <laughs> as long as you guys are getting something from it, not only entertainment, but something of, of usage, something you can take a walk away with that, you know, I, I, you know, some extra knowledge. It's all good. You know, um, this is what a podcast is, man. It's just getting on air, speaking, whatever the basic of the topic is and just going in, you know. So I thank you all for those of you who give me the ability to do that. But yeah, Halloween, man, it's the day of the dead, right? A time of the year where we like to dress up as anything we want to be, you know, traditionally. And, you know, trick or treat, right? Like the kids say back in the day, trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat or something like that. I don't know. You know how it used to be. But, um, you know, hold on to that inner child, man. It never gets old. That's where the divine is within. You know, that's where the most high dwells. He dwells where the inner child is. Um, that's why the Bible will tell you. And I'm not sitting here and giving scriptures. I just got to say it real quick. You know, be like a child of the kingdom of heaven. For they, you know, for the king is to the kingdom of heaven. Be like a child for they are the keys to the kingdom of heaven. You know, um, we got to have that inner child, man, to, to, to stay sane, right? To enjoy life, things like that. Um, I always loved growing up with the holidays in mind, you know, because it was something as a child, something that most of us can relate to, where we just had our own imaginations to just go at whatever we wanted to do and just live in a fantasy, just for a small bit, just for a little bit, you know, especially when it comes time of the year where it's fall, the trees are beautiful. The leaves, of course, before they start falling off, you see the different colors, the orange, the green, the mixture of maroon or red, the yellowish tint, the orange tint. It's just so beautiful. Uh, and it's a cooler part of the year. It's not too cold. It's not too hot. It's just right. It's perfect. Right. Right before it gets into that cold season going into winter, you really could just enjoy yourself a little bit more, you know, um, and then you have holidays such as Halloween coming up. Everybody wants to dress up as somebody or something um, just for fun, you know, for show. Um, and then, of course, you get a lot of candy in the process. When I was growing up, we used to trade candy a lot of times. I'll trade you for a Nihilator for your sweet tarts or, you know, a Kit Kat for Almond Joy or whatever the case was. Um, but sometimes you got to be careful what you get. <laughs> and not so much from the people that's giving it to you, but when you're trick-or-treating, you know, when I was growing up, you know, my mom or somebody or my dad or whatever was always with me. So, and there was a lot of kids within the neighborhood that may have trick-or-treated by themselves because they knew back then you kind of felt like you knew the neighbors, you know? Um, and you're not to go in anyone's house or anything like that, you know? If the lights are on, that means that people wanted you to walk up to them. They had candy for you. If the lights ain't on, you don't bother nobody. But I always had an adult with me, so um, it wasn't anything like that. But I sure hell, as hell had a lot of candy at the end of the day or end of the night, you know. Um, but things have changed dramatically since the time I was a child. You know, we're talking many moons ago, and it doesn't seem that long ago. But, you know, um, today we just got to be extra careful. You know, so much craziness going on in the world. Well, yeah, family, we're going to talk about it. Uh, what I am going to do, though, is I'm going to tell you all about some of these forces 
these rituals that people have, you know, during the times of the holidays, especially one like today in Halloween. There's a lot of rituals going on in the world tonight, fam. And even ritualistically, you may be a part of something you don't realize is a ritual. The fact that you're dressed up, going out, and I'm not trying to kill your spirit or damper your day or anything like that. I'm just trying to keep it real with you all and let you know there's a lot of energy in the air. Okay? And this stuff stems all the way back to ancient times. Nothing is new under the sun. And so, yeah, we're going to talk about it. But before we do, it is definitely that time for us to give thanks to our sponsors once again. So you already know who it is, what it is, and why we do it. On this show on Favorite Radio Family, we come real, we come raw, we come authentic, and we don't come at all. There's no filters, there's no censorship, and there's no BS. I'm your boy, Jay Read It All. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't go anywhere, fam. Get you something to snack on, something to sip on. We shall return after these messages. Stay tuned. Hey, hey, hey. It's your boy, Jay Rated All. That's right. And you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Well, you heard it here. You heard it first. No doubt. Family, we would like to give a shout out to a young brother that's doing his thing. And for most of you, if you don't already know who he is, if this is your first time tuning in to the show, that person is Fidel Cashflow VA, also known as FCF VA. This brother is doing his own thing and has been doing so for quite a long time now. As you may always hear at the beginning of Favorite Radio, every time we do our show, we always give him a shout out because he is the reason why we even started Favorite Radio. This brother's into a lot of things, fam. Music. He's always doing his podcast, so check him out. Fidel Castro VA on Anchor, as well as all the other platforms. He's also got his hands in the political uh, arena of information, giving it to you real with the hip-hop and all other forms of worldly news, clothing, and all other aspects. So we definitely want to thank FCFEA for all that he does, locally as well as globally. I'm your boy J-Rated R. Definitely check this brother out. Show him your love and show him your support. And on that note, family, I'm out. And as always, y'all stay blessed and stay fresh. I'm your boy J-Rated R signing off saying peace and namaste. family we are back thank you all once again for tuning in to Pharaoh Radio I'm your boy Jay Rated R and we are talking about what is Halloween we're going to be talking about Samhain aka Sam Hain <laughs> and we're also going to be talking later on about Baron Zombie. so hold on to your hats if you're wearing one if not hold on to something because we're about to go in today within the time span that we have been given so family Halloween Hallows Eve Day of the Dead you know, many different names all over the world for it. We can give all the different translations for it, the Spanish names for it, all these different things. But let's just cut straight into it. Halloween is celebrated by many people from all walks of life. It's a traditional belief system. It is the Day of the Dead. But we're talking about some real 
straight up esoteric slash literal type stuff. Now, what does your boy mean? Well, there's a lot of rituals that take place, family. A lot of rituals. This is the time of year, and we're not just talking about the elites. I know a lot of times on this show when we talk about rituals, a lot of times it's assumed that we're talking about the government because it is, depending on the on the subject at hand that we're having the topic of discussion in. But at the same time, I'm talking about anyone up, any one of us, you know, whatever you're into, whatever you celebrate, you know, whether it's good or bad, whether it's to get money whether it's to get in tune or in touch or in contact with the ancestors, whatever the case is, rituals are rituals. A rites of passage is what a ritual is. The ability to be given homage to something that you want to pay tribute to in order to gain something. All right? Um, this Samhain, right? This Samhain, right? This Samhain. We basically... Uh, we, we celebrate it without even knowing that's what it is, right? And we know it's part of the Gaelic festival marking all the way to the end of the harvest season and it's beginning of the winter, right? Or the darker, or as they call it, the darker half of the year that's in the Northern Hemisphere. And it's held on November 1st, right? So this is right after the Day of the Dead. And those celebrations, family, they can stem from such as October 31st, which is today. And they go all the way up to a couple of days afterwards. So this goes all the way back to the Celtics, right? Some people say Celtic. I say both sometimes, depending on which mood I'm in, the Celtic or Celtic. But if we're going to talk about it in this sense, might as well just say Celtic, right? Um... And the Celtic day begins and ends at sunset. So this is about halfway between the autumn equinox and the winter solstice. Now you can look this up. This is basic information. This is not something that J-rated R is just giving you that you got to go to a library and pull, you know, five books off the shelf to get. This is basic information, fam. We got to talk basic first before we get into any of the advanced aspects of what this stuff is and why people talk about it like they, like they do. Um, but I definitely want to say that because um, when we're talking about these holidays, such as Samhain, right, we know that, you know, it does relate to Halloween. What we don't hear enough about is the rituals that go along with these things. That's what you don't hear a lot about. And that's what we need to discuss. That's what needs to be talked about. Um... And sure, you know, the origins of Halloween are rooted in, in what they call paganism. But I told you all, watch that word pagan, because that word is misused in a lot of misrepresented aspects. And it's kind of derogatory when you think about it, because a lot of so-called religions such as Christianity and, and other uh, religions like to call other people's belief systems pagans. And if you look up the word pagan, it means a country dweller or in the field worker. Farmers could be considered pagans based on the actual definition of the word. We're going to talk about these definitions and etymologies also when we go further into uh, explaining these things. But dressing up in costumes, trick-or-treating, or popular Halloween activities. 
but few probably associate these lighthearted uh, fall traditions with the, with their origins and the Samhain. And that's basically, like I said, it's a three-day ancient Celtic pagan festival. If you want to use the word pagan, all right. Now for the for the for the for the Celts or the Celts, right, who lived during the Iron Age in what is now called Ireland, right. Ireland, Scotland, the UK, and other parts of the Northern uh, Europe uh, regions. You know, you you know, Samhain literally in in modern Irish or Summer's End, as they call it, it's marked at the end of summer and it's kicked off in the new year. Now, this is what ushers in a new year, and this is what signals a time of both death and rebirth. So to really get into it on a ritualistic uh, sense, the Day of the Dead is ushering in a new life cycle, a new beginning, a new inception of something coming, right? Um, out with the old, in with the new, right? Or to continue in a sense of immortality, family. That's basically what we're talking about here. Now, that's done in a traditional sense of what people would consider good. Let's look at it more on a darker end. Now, we're going to get more into the darker aspects because in order to talk about these type of things, we got to talk about it from all angles, all aspects, good or bad. And I don't really look at it as, a good, as in terms of good and bad, but more so as in polarity, a shift in one end to another for balance. Okay. Um, and we could talk about it, family. We could talk about it. But real quick, we're going to go ahead and take our last commercial break. It is definitely that time. But upon returning, family, when we do return, we're going to jump straight into it with no more interruption about Samhain. We're going to get into it. Then we're going to jump into Baron Samdi. So I'm your boy, J-Rated All. You already know who it is, what it is, and why we do it. On that note, y'all don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Hey, 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 what it do, fam? It's your boy, Jay. And that's right, you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. No doubt. It is definitely 2021, and we want to give thanks to the divine Lady Brown Sugar. Now, for some of you who may just be first time, first time is chiming in, you need to get hip. This sister is where it's at. She's bad like that. And she's doing a lot of things, bigger and better, more than ever. Of course, it's no secret, she's definitely my cousin, and I'm proud to say so. Also one of my best friends. So check her out. She's got the Lady Brown Sugar Show podcast. She's got her own merchandise website at www.ladybrownsugar.com. Check her out. Also, you can look her up on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to get in contact with her, hit her up at LadyBrownSugar21, that's 2-1, at gmail.com. And if you need a spelling family, here it is. That's L as in Larry, A as in Apple, D as in David, I as in Ice Cream, Brown, B-R-O-W-N, Sugar, S as in Sam, U, G, a, there's no R, and it's all one word, Lady Brown Sugar. That's right. When you even say the name, it rolls off the tongue. 
So, yo, check her out. What are you waiting on? If you haven't got informed by now, then you need to catch up, my friend. Give her your love, show her your support, and let this sister know. Pharaoh Radio thanks her very much for all that she does locally as well as globally. And she's got much more to come. On that note, family, I hope you all are blessed. You already know what it is here. I'm your boy, Jay Read It All. And thank you all once again. And we want to thank you, Lady Brown Sugar, for all that you do. On that note, y'all follow the protocol. Stay safe. And as always, family, I'm out. Peace and namaste. fan we are back that's right you were tuning in with your boy here on pharaoh radio well you heard it here you heard it first baby no doubt we are talking about halloween all hallows eve right day of the dead and i just want to also and include in this podcast today that we will be also as I, if i wasn't clear before talking about rituals talking about the dark aspects what people's fears are things like that family we're going to squeeze all that in if we can. Um, but again, real quickly, what we have went over, I just want to reiterate, while Halloween does have its roots in Samhain, right, Samhain, if you want to call it that, uh, they are not the same thing. Samhain is still celebrated today, family, by various groups, and that can include Wiccans, you know, which is another term for witches, um, and there are many ways in which the festivals are celebrated. Halloween or All Hallows Eve, as I said, is celebrated in much the same way as Samhain with the costumes and celebrations and more. So more to come with that. Um, We're just given a basic synopsis of what Samhain is, what its comparisons and involvement is with Halloween or Hallows Eve um, and all the like that people celebrate. Um... There are rituals all over the world. Let's take, for instance, Friday the 13th. When we see or hear that movie, it's superstition that follows it, right? If it's Friday the 13th, it's superstitious. Just like if you saw a black cat walk across you or a broken mirror or something like that, that's seven years bad luck, all this different stuff. Um, And it's all what you basically capitulate to, what you put your faith and belief in, which also creates reality as well. Because remember, all rituals have to also be based on what? Intent. That means you have to put your mind and your belief into it for it to fully activate and actually work for you. Um, And if you don't have any recollection of rituals being discussed or spoken on about or about and on this show, go back into the archives, family. We've had many shows uh, where me and my co-hosts have talked about it uh, in the past, or I myself, by myself, have talked to you all about it or spoken or brought it up. Just recently, in some of the last few podcast shows, we've been talking about with these uh, esoteric and occult uh, secrets of teachings from ancient Kemet or the Bible or the Sumerian texts. We just talked about not too long ago that the book of Job and Sumerian is actually the book of the dead. And what does the book of the dead entail? Rituals. (laughs) Okay, so, yeah, we brought it up on many occasions on the show. And we won't stop there. We'll continue to talk about it as uh, time progresses on the show. 
Why? Because these things are relevant. That's why. Because they happen every day, whether you know them uh, to, to be happening consciously or not. These things you are a part of sometimes and you don't even realize you are a part of a ritual. The hypnosis that this planet is under, the mind control that this planet is under, based on the technologies and the black magics that are being done and the rituals that are done behind closed doors to keep the masses of people from waking up. These are rituals. So either either way, whether you consider them good, bad, neutral, or whatever, they are rituals. When you go to the pharmaceutical place, that's a different type of ritual, but nonetheless, based on the technology, I mean, based on the term what the word sorcery means in the Bible, right? Pharmakia in Greek, which comes down to the word pharmaceutical, is based on a ritual. Because you have places like CVS, Walgreens. Hell, it doesn't get any more obvious than this. Right aid, right? And that's not spelled R-I-G-H-T. That's spelled R-I-T-E. Right aid. Right short for ritual. Rites of passage. A rites of passage into the spirit plane comes when someone is able to alter their conscious state, right, and enter another state. How do we do that? Usually we do it by drugs, right, to change your, your consciousness, to come out of the construct of this physical reality in order to break the barriers of going into another reality. There has to be some form of a manipulation taking place, right? There has to be an exchange in frequency. So that's that's what we mean. So that's what rituals do. Rituals allow you to connect to the spirit world. It breaks the barriers and allows this world to interact with their world and their world to interact with this one directly to the conjurer or the one who's doing the summoning or the ritual. And so this is how magicians, wizards, witches, this is how they conjure and use that power. This is how they're able to create or manipulate. And the word manipulate simply means or the word magic, shall I say, sorry. The word magic simply means the manipulation of energy. That's all it is. That's all it is. And that's what rituals are. Manipulating the reality in order for magic to exist and be used within the confines or the planes, uh, within the laws of that dimensional plane. That's all it is, fam. It's not rocket science. So yeah, Samhain is used for rituals. It's used for gain. It's used for a lot of things. To do harm to others or worse uh, or, or whatever the case is but that is not what it is about that's not what its true origins specialize or um, originate from shall I say now let's talk about this guy Baron Somdi Baron Somdi is a very very interesting character because this god or this deity is rooted in voodoo and the Haiti or Haitian culture. Normally when you see this being, he could be uh, uh, either a black man wearing a, uh, a long tall hat. He usually may have on a black coat. He also has the face sometimes he can be depicted as sort of a skeleton like looking creature with a hat sometimes he has different uh, colors facial colors he comes in many forms but you pretty much know when you see him that's Baron Somdi or one like him now that name can be spelled in many different uh, ways 
And the way he's really pronounced his name, it wouldn't be Baron as it's spelled like B-A-R-O-N. We can say it that way, of course, and that wouldn't be a wrong way of saying it or pronouncing it. But his name also can be pronounced Bowen with a W, B-A-W, Bowen Samdi. And Samdi can be Samadhi because the word Samdi in French is Saturday. So he's called Baron Saturday. What other entity have we discussed that bears the name or relation to the word Saturday? Saturn, right? The planet Saturn, which is in relation to who? Satan, right? Because Satan represents chaos or Saturn represents the chaos frequency. It represents the energy or the state of chaos. So does Baron Saturday or Baron Samdi or Bowen Samadhi. Same thing. He's got many names. He's called the Lord of Saturday for crying out loud. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, he's got many names. And usually this being, you will see used, usually around Halloween more so, especially in areas like New Orleans, where they celebrate a lot of these traditions. Because in New Orleans, it's very strong and rich in black ritualistic magic. There's a lot of things taking place. And a lot of voodoo is done in areas such as Haiti, New Orleans, or any places like that. Uh, people who are into um, I can't Santerra. I think I said that right. Another form of black magic or voodoo, right? All this stuff has its hand or plays its hand in these things in terms of its original uh, origins, right? But yeah, we're going to be talking about this the the this being called Baron Samdi. What is this being's relationship to holidays such as Halloween, funerals, uh, festivals, which some people love to, again, call pagan festivals? If you really want to be technical about this word pagan, I can tell you that Christianity is a pagan religion because it's the youngest religion of all the religions in the world, except for these new ones that's just coming out now with stuff they're just making up. But if we're talking about old religion, Christianity is the youngest of the oldest religions. It's the youngest. It is the baby of those religions. And so we need not use terms like pagan, not that it's so much offensive, but because it's misused and misinterpreted to a point where it could be you, it could be looked at as derogatory. Because when people say pagans, they're referring to people usually as heathens, right? Folks who dress up as animals and look silly and uh, have silly rituals. That's usually how the word is used in the derogatory sense when someone's being referred to as a pagan. They have lesser gods and they make up gods and their god is nobody. Their god is fictitious. So we call them pagans. That's not true. That's not how that works. When the very religion you call Christianity could be looked upon as the same type of thing. So you got to be careful how you use terms and if you're going to use them explain them in the sense that you're using them so people won't assume that you mean them in a derogatory manner. Like I said, the word simply means a, a country dweller, right? Or an in-the-field worker, when we use the etymology of that. And I'm going to have a show coming up soon where we're going to use some words. We're going to talk about it. We're going to get into the wordplay. Wordplay is also how spells are casted, right? That's why they hence call it spelling, because you're putting things into you're putting the intent into a word for it to create some specific type of reaction in reality let me simplify that 
when you spell or when you're casting spells, you're using magic to manipulate energy so that the spell that you're casting will work on your behalf. How about that? So let's talk about this voodoo mythological deity. By the way, this being is very real. I've had very little experience with this, and I'm glad in a sense to say I have, but I'm glad to say I've had some experience with this being. And I will say that Baron Samdi is very real. I've seen him on the astral plane. And yes, any entity or many entities can come looking like other entities to try to portray themselves for an agenda. They can look like something to you to make you think. But no, I've actually seen Baron Samdi. Okay, and this being is real. And um, well, let's just say this. I learned some things and uh, some, th some things I haven't shared on the show. It's a lot of things I haven't shared on the show with you all about my experiences. Because I try to, one, not make it all about myself. And two, <laughs> I mean, I have been living 40 plus years on this planet, so I'm not going to be able to give you every little experience I've had. But I am willing to share whatever I can to help make uh, y'all's experiences that you may just be having or have had make a little more sense to you to make you know you're not crazy and two to let you know that you're not the only one going through these things you know um, and that's why we have these talks on this show the one word that I haven't said this in a long time I'm going to say it real quick before we get into this the one word that connects all things all topics the one word that brings us all together in this word I mean in this world is one word and that word is what? Spirituality. And if you look at the word spiritual, you see the word ritual, spy ritual. Even our very existence is, is predicated upon a ritual. Even our very existence, family, is predicated upon a ritual. Now I want you to think about that. That's deep. Because in order for us to have been here, there had to be some divine intervention there had to be some divine origins such as the creator of all things the most high who created us in spirit form and in order to do that there had to be a mindset or an intent that was put into the creation in order for us to manifest and if god is magic and all magic exists because of the creator of all things all things are sourced by this being then our very existence is a ritual based on the breath of life because in the word spy or spi spi which is in the word for latin spiritus which means breath of life we're the spirit of a ritual based upon a ritual so we are spiritual you see what i'm saying and i mean you can't make this shit up man all you got to do is take the words themselves go as far back as they are originated from using etymology and, the, and then you can do the translations in other languages to combine and you'll get the same thing. And when you learn the meanings of these words, you know then it's confirmation and validation that what you're saying isn't conjecture, pseudo, fabricated nonsense. You know that. So that's why I say in a sense that a lot of these things that are happening, family, they're happening because we are happening. We are the happening. Just like the movie, The Happening, with Mark Wahlberg. And we'll talk about that movie another time. But I don't mean it in that sense, but I mean it. We are, the, we are that which is going on. 
Everything is centered around us. We just don't know it. All right, enough of that, though. Baron Somdi, fam. Let's talk about it. So this cat, this being, this deity, his origins is based in Haiti. But he's a voodoo god. Now, the word voodoo or voodoo or voodoo, a lot of people think of this magic as dark, evil. And like I said to you, there really isn't a good or evil in terms of something. It's how you use it that makes it those terms, good or evil, which is, again, another uh, another another perception of things what may be good to you may not be good to someone else but we have some common sense we know that we like to be treated righteously and just justly we know that we are we are given god given free will and we want to do right by others or we would like to have people treat us the way we want to be treated therefore that's a balance in how something can be perceived as good or evil right baron Samdi, we're going to talk about him we're going to talk about how this being relates to Halloween and how some of these rituals that we talk about on Halloween, how they're being used either to your knowledge or, to, or unbeknownst to your knowledge. So the occupation of this being, right, is basically he's, the, he's a god of death and fertility. He has the power of the dead, right? We call we talk about the book of the dead. It's the book of the uh, the Necronomicon, right? The Necronomicon is a Greek word for the book of the dead. Necro meaning dead, right? Um, he, you know, his powers all stem from this magic, teleportation, healing powers. He's got many different types of powers because again, he is a a deity in his own right. His hobbies. A lot of times when people are doing uh, rituals, libations, pouring, you know, a lot of you celebrate the, the dead by pouring a drink on the grave or on the ground and saying this is in honor of such and such. That's, you know, you, you pouring out libations or doing a ritual when you do that. Well, Baron Somdi loves to drink. He loves to smoke. A lot of people, when they're doing rituals, they'll light up a cigar, put it in a bowl blow it on the pitcher or, or in front of the candles in honor of a being they pour a drink in the in the cup these are rituals we do this shit anyway just hanging out with people now i don't drink and smoke like i used to back in the day and i've never been a smoker anyway let me just make that clear but i've had my share of cigars and blacky miles and i've had my share of a drink here and there you know ain't nothing wrong with it if that's your thing but like I said, those things that we use as commonality, things we do as, in terms of just hanging out, we don't realize those are forms of rituals. Especially when somebody's lost a friend, somebody very close, you pour a drink out in honor of that person or that loved one or whatever. That's a ritual. That's paying respect and homage to the, to the deceased, okay? Everything we do, fam, is a ritual. From break dancing or dancing, let me not even put the word break in it, the word dancing, I mean, the dancing alone is a ritual because it's honoring something. It's pleasuring something, yourself or the most high. It's glorifying something. It's a relief of stress. It's building up of energy. It's manipulation of energy, which is what? The word magic. How do you think and why do you think that a lot of the ancients who used to want to try to summon rain, they would do certain dances? Everything had a form of some type of ritual attached to it. A wedding ceremony, anything with the word ceremony is a ritual, a funeral, a ceremony of some type, 
a celebration of some type. And that's what we're talking about when we say Samhain. And when we talk about these different holidays, these are forms of celebrations. These ceremonial celebrations and traditions equal rituals. Some people are doing dark rituals, blood sacrifices and things like that. Others are doing more peaceful uh, nature type rituals such as Wiccans. They're more of witches of nature, right? They like to draw in on nature. They like to, to give credence and thanks to Mother Earth. And that's what the ancient ancestors were doing anyway. That's how they connected with Gaia, which is another name for Mother Earth. Tiamat, Terra, all these different names, Eridu. These are all names for Earth, right? Most people know it as Gaia or Gaia, right? There's so many names. So we can tie all these things into Samhain based on the Celtic tradition, the Irish, Scotland, the UK tradition in Northern Europe. We can, we can attribute those things, but that's not where they started. That's not where the origins of celebrating and rituals come from. Those are names that stem from such as Samhain. It stems from Northern Europe, but that is not created or originated from Northern Europe. These things come from Africa, the oldest civilization as far as history can date back. So when we're giving thanks to Mother Earth, we're giving thanks to the mother or Eve. The Eve means the mother of all living, just like in your Bible. Okay, yes, that may have been attributed to the embodiment of a female, but the female we're really talking about is the feminine energy that represents all feminine aspects, not only in a physical body, but in all aspects of life in terms of the balance of the universe. That's why the earth is called Mother Earth, because it houses inhabitants. No one can give birth unless they have the feminine energy. This is why a woman is able to give birth in which in a, in a way a man cannot because she represents the creation of all things. She's the mother of it all. So, yes, this all connects. I'm just going a little deep because I want us all to get a gist of what's really going on here. But with Halloween, let's talk about it. Baron Samdi. Now, this is one of the lower or of Haitians voodoo's religions because this also can be considered a religion family any type of traditional practice that's done traditionally it becomes a religion right now along Baron's numerous other incarnations because he has incarnated in many other forms right he is what they call the lower or the low of the dead right he's been uh, Baron Lacrux or Croax he's been Baron Criminal. He's been all these different names, right? Baron Samdi is often a chaotic spirit. I told you about chaos. And he's greatly, and he enjoys smoking, drinking, and interacting with people. But he is also morbid by the very nature. And often when he's possessing others, he will lay down on the ground and expect ritualists to perform ceremonial traditions in honor of him, similar to those that they would in, say, funerals. So despite all uh, of what he does generally, he usually is happy among his hosts and he's very hard to get rid of. He's difficult to convince the lead because he always wants to drink or he wants things to be in honor of him. Now, this is one of those moody beings that you catch him on a good day, he may be a protector. You have to find favor with beings like this. If not, he can be your worst enemy or he can be a pain in the ass. 
And he's an extremely powerful being. So if you're too open to him and you're not protected, well, you know, depending on what mood he's in, he's a God. Remember, he's a chaotic spirit. You know, um, but that's not to say that he's evil. That's just to say that this being is very moody. He's up and down on the scale of mood, depending on what is being offered to him, how he's being generally treated and the respect that he feels he's being given. But you see him in all types of cartoons. You see him in different uh, portrayals and, 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 and shows. Michael Jackson used to do all those thriller movies. I mean, he did those thriller videos. He did videos in Halloween when he was alive. He had on the hat and he was dancing with the dead. That was in honor of Baron Somdi. That was Baron Somdi tradition. Um, magicians. When they're casting spells and doing magic and they got the top hat on. That long top hat. That's Baron Samdi you're looking at. Even without the hat, you see these rituals being done, especially in the darkness or the dead, any type of raising of the dead or any type of chaos that's involved. That's in honor of Baron Samdi, the Lord of Chaos. He can also be attributed to having attributes the same as what you call the Dark One, the Prince of Darkness or Saturn. A lot of Saturn's traditions are done in honor of Baron Samdi because he represents Saturn. He represents the, the Saturn attributes or the Saturn energy family. So this is why his name is Baron Samdi. He's the, he's the Lord of Saturday. You see, there's a lot of things we do not know that we do because we are just thinking that's just something to do because it's traditionally something that's passed down and we as uh just human beings we just like to have our fun watch our scary movies you know wear our hats and dress up as this and talk about that but these things all stem or go back to some form of something much greater way more broader and more beyond our own knowledge of knowing that goes back in, in the ancient of time and because we don't have these same practices and we're not being constantly reminded or taught these things we have no knowledge of them and we'll continue a ritual without even realizing we're being a part of it and sometimes that's not always to the best of our ability or to our benefit this is why we have to have talks like this here on Fable Radio where you guys can get the information look into it deeper for yourself get familiarized get acclimated and then share it with your friends and family and, and please share this show, family. Don't be selfish. <laughs> Don't be stubborn. The more the merrier. I'm doing this because I want to reach as many people as possible. You know? And like I said, you know, it helps to have your support. It helps to have what we, you know, what we're trying to do in building uh, donations for this platform. We don't want to just depend on Anchor or anybody else. We want to be able to be self-sufficient and able to continue on whether or not it's on this platform, Spotify's, or anybody else's. Because tomorrow isn't promised. Neither is the fact that, you know, you guys are getting some form of entertainment when you listen to me now. But this information may be very pertinent, not just now, but sooner than later down the road. And if we can get information like this out on the airwaves, right, something that's positive, something that can help uplift the people, get into the roots of this darkness and, and bring people out of it into the light, then that's that's why I'm doing this, man. And it's not very many people in the world that can appreciate something like this because everybody takes it for granted. 
most people take it for granted. I'm not going to say everybody. That would be totally unfair and untrue to say everybody. But just figuratively speaking, most people take this type of stuff for granted because they say, oh, it's everywhere. You can go on YouTube. You can look this up. Sure. A lot of what I say, you, you're going to hear it in other platforms. I don't think that I'm the only guy that knows it all. or I don't know it all anyway, but I don't think I'm the only person that is bringing you something that you guys can't get anywhere else. But the, but the heart and the sweat and the tears and the time I put into this, I'm trying to tell you a little bit more of how these things work because everybody else wants to play games with you and make you pay to hear more information. I'm giving it to you for free. See, people don't appreciate free information. But when somebody makes you pay for it, you're not going to be so quick to throw it away because your, home, your, your, your hard-earned dollars went into paying for it to get this information that you could have got for free. And so when, you put, when you're making an investment, what you're doing is you're depositing your energy and yourself, your own spirit, into something to gain something in return. That's what an investment is. It's putting yourself into something to get something greater out of it. And see, a lot of people take information like this for granted and just go on about it as if it's nothing or, it's, or as if it's irrelevant. But the, but the whole point of this, or the moral of this story is appreciate it while you got it. Because when you don't have it, that's when you'll miss it. You know, and everybody may come off looking and sounding like they do this. But the truth of the matter is everybody ain't doing this like this. I listen to a lot of platforms just in general to see what others like myself are talking about or if there's anyone like me out there talking like and a lot of them are doing to the best of their ability a wonderful works great they're, they're sharing information they're going in they're going deep but then there's a lot of people who are still not getting a lot and this might be somebody who's not getting it on this show i don't like i said i'm not saying that each and every one of you to tune in to me or leaving the show satisfied and and, and hunger free for knowledge you know, knowledge is supposed to make you want to know more when you start getting a taste of it. And that's what we need to do in order to survive. We need more than just knowledge. We need to put our hearts and souls into these things and to know their relevance and how important and essential they really are. Because the truth of the matter is they're very real. There's nothing fabricated or fictitious about this show. If there were, I wouldn't be taking all this time to keep doing this for two years going on three. And putting this kind of time in the shows like I have because I just want to get a kick out of telling you guys a bunch of BS. That's not what we're about. And so anyway, Baron Somdi family, a very interesting character. And, and, and now that I've mentioned him, moving forward in other shows to come, I'm going to keep talking about him on and off. I'm going to do some comparing because I want you guys to get a full idea and also take time out in your own time to look him up, study him. Don't just read a few things about the guy and think you know a whole lot about him. Get familiar with the character. Look at some things you've seen in movies and compare them. That's how you start opening yourself up to spiritual knowledge. When the Most High sees that you're looking and you're studying to find yourself approved, that's when you start learning things you didn't know before. You even get, you'll get aspirations and intuitions and knowledge of things through downloads that you've never even studied. And then when you go looking into the things to, to, to confirm them, you're like, how did I know that? Because you are in tune with the spirit. Spirit knows all. So it's no greater spirit than the creator of all things that lies within you. And I've given you guys scriptures for that. And like I said, today we're not doing scriptures. No offense, but, you know, we wouldn't always talk about scriptures on this show. We've always talked about different things relating to the spirit world. And that's how we're going to continue to do it. Like I said, don't take these things for granted. 
take them and use them to your advantage. All right. And for those who really want to know, I don't got to tell you to do this because the, the heart and the hunger and the the preservation and, and the pursuit of what you're wanting to know is going to happen because you are the one seeking it. All right. So Baron Samdi, man, he loves interacting with people. He loves it. He loves to drink. He loves to smoke. He loves smokers. He loves drinkers. He loves he loves chaos to a degree. But in contrast, when he appears as Baron Criminal, which is one of his alter egos or aliases, not one of his other names, he is a, 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 a he, you know, he's a sadist, right? And his fondness for interacting with others becomes more violent. Now, like with most entities in his position, he's neither fully good nor fully evil. And out of all the lower, Baron Samdi is arguably the most well-known and revered, especially in your popular cultures. And that's why I want you guys to study him. Now, he is this blasphemous head of the Gwadi family of lower and or aspects of them and possibly their pious and spiritual father. Again, family, you're talking about an entity. Now, now although technically a deity He's more, more so a deity rather than a villain. He is often seen in a negative and a moral light in the media due to a great fear and misunderstanding of voodoo by those outside the religion. And so a lot of you were born with a little bit more magic in your bloodline than others. Now, this is what I want to talk about. Sometimes rituals happen easier for others because people are born with more magic in their bloodline. What that what does that mean? That means that just like all of a lot of us are born physically with gifts. It doesn't mean because you don't know what your gifts are, or you don't you don't think you're talented or don't have any gifts, it doesn't mean you're not spiritually powerful. It means that you have to put a little bit more work in to be more in tune with the spirit than others. Some people have an open bloodline because a lot of people's bloodlines or families practice magic they practice being in tune with something the divine or something and so that information that open that open bloodline is passed down right those transgressions are passed down to the next generation sometimes it skips generations this is why you see movies like sabrina's teen witch and all that you know uh harry potter right the hobbit these are people who are already born into magic from their ancestral lineage but they have no idea just how powerful they are or how they're able to do certain things that they've never quite paid attention to until they come up until they come across a mentor who knows these things about them and who can do those things themselves and lead and guide them into doing them and so a lot of you have always seemed to just been extremely lucky when it comes to winning lotteries and shit like that there's a lot of reasons for that but one of those reasons is you got an open magical bloodline. You know, some people just draw shit to them and they didn't even try while others be praying and working and, and just can't get over the hump. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can't even win $2 and get it and then got to turn around and use it as soon as they got it. You know, where some people could just hit big money, you know, and it's just be like, damn, how is this person always doing this or doing that? Or just have luck in general. They may have a great uh, line of dharma, which is the opposite of karma. Karma is, you know, you, 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 
you have to reap what you sow, right? So if you've done something, it's going to come back to you. It will return to you in a way that you got to pay for it. You got to put pen, you got to pay penance for for your for your transgression of sins. You got to repent. If you don't, you got to pay for it in some kind of way. That's what karma is. What goes around comes back around, right? So dharma, another Hindu a Hindi word in Hinduism means you're getting paid back with good things. You've done good, so you getting you're getting paid back with good. Right, you're receiving good as a payout for all the good you've done. So all these works I do, greater and more, thou shalt be able to get back in return. But that's how magic is, fam. That's how the divine energies and the universe works. Baron Samdi, like I said, he's more of a neutral being, but he's chaotic. Chaos can come off as evil when it really is just that's the way its nature is. And so he can also be a powerful and an authoritative guardian, an, or, an, you know, an, an authoritative guardian of, of if the mood suits him due to the sudden changes in his mood. And the Western world viewing voodoo as a black magic, quote unquote, he has been labeled both a demon and a god, depending on one's view of the world. That's why I say it's based on perception. And he's usually depicted with a top hat Right, a, a black tuxedo, dark glasses sometimes, and cotton plugs in his nostrils, as if to resemble a corpse dressed and prepared for burial in the Haitian style or the Haiti style family. You see what I'm saying? He has a white, frequently skull like face, or actually, he has a skull for a face, and he speaks in a nasal voice. Right, he speaks in a nasal voice. Um, you know, nasal, you know, coming from like, a, you know, just, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he, he has a provocative, seductive, sexual and scary appearance at times. Um, and he's frequently represented by the phallic symbol. Now, for those of you who don't know what a phallus or a phallic is, it's a another word for penis. It represents a penis. Right. Uh, the obelisk that you guys see, that is a phallic symbol. Another god that goes by the phallic symbols, which are many of them, is Baal, Lord and Master. Right? Um, these Tekhens. Another word for obelisk is Tekhen in the ancient Kemetic teachings. It's called Tekhen. In Greek, it's called obelisk. Right? That long, monumental looking, with uh, long. Um, figure with a pyramid type shape at the top of it. That's called a phallic or an obelisk or a tekhen, right? So he's all depicted of all these things. He's he's all these things, family. Um, now the whole point about the phallic symbols uh, is that it's noted for disruption. You know, it's obscenity. It's debauchery. And having a particular fondness for tobacco and rum. He loves those type of drinks. For those of you who have never heard of a guy by the name of Bobby Hemet, he's actually one of my old mentors. Bobby Hemet has a different allure. He has some different approaches to how he goes about magic, the ancient ancestral um, knowledge of Kemet uh, or just the universe in, in general. What a lot of people call demonic, Bobby looks at it as 
ancestral magic that has been forgotten and because of the knowledge uh the lack of knowledge of self coming from people say such as uh people of color africans melanated people we have been demonized in our own right to know our, our true ancestral lineage so what we call voodoo and demonic energy is actually energy of the gods of the old gods now there's some truth to that there is truth to that with that energy in the old gods and things but we got to be careful when we're dabbing in things like that because we don't know what we're dabbing in, for one. And two, when it's chaos energy, it's going to come in the form of a demonic type of frequency. And you just can't go into being trustworthy dealing with such things. That's why you don't ever hear me on this show tell you all to do any types of hard rituals or to get into any blood sacrifices because to me, you know, that is dark energy. And that's, that's going down a road that you do not want to go down unless you know what you're doing. And even if you know what you're doing, you still don't want to go down that road. Okay. So I'm only talking to you all about this in terms of educational purposes, familiarizing and getting you acclimated with who these beings are and what they do and what these holidays such as Halloween is and what it's about and how we got to be careful sometimes and what we represent and how we dress and what types of ways. See, a lot of people get drunk, especially at these New Orleans festivals and not just in New Orleans, but I'm using that as a, as a premise because it's a basic example because this is a huge time of the year where they do these festivals and there's a lot of power, a lot of supernatural power that, that is remnant in those areas because they practice voodoo a lot. And so... Hades and all these different areas, you know, you, you, this, this information, Santerra, all this different stuff that people use in terms of the dark magic, it's used everywhere. Your elites, especially, are masters into this, Satanists, real ones, not the fake ones that's coming up with bullshit and talking about statues and all that, and putting on the gothic outfits and saying they worship Satan. I ain't talking about them. That's, um, I don't mean that to def to offend any one of you if you're all that type of person, but I'm talking about real power. Like, I'm talking about real, real, real satanic shit going on. The order of Kronos, right? The father of, of the power of darkness. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, rituals that are done based on the planetary alignments of how Saturn and Jupiter and all these conjunctions come into play, eclipse and things like that, blood moon and blood rituals and sacrifices and things like that. That's what I'm talking about when I say chaos energy. You know, um, certain you know, pentagrams and, and certain emblems and sigils, these things conjure power once, once activated and ritualistically done correct with the right intent with the right energy being deposited into them, these things bring about sometimes instant manifestations and apparitions of gods and different demonic or different beings of different entities from different um, dimensional planes start coming into your reality. This is what I'm talking about. Baron Samdi is one of these beings. He is not to be taken lightly. He is not to be disrespected. And his energy is widespread. So the more he's worshipped, the more rituals that are put in honor of his name or something that connects to him, the greater and the stronger he becomes. The more widely um, popular he becomes, the more... Uh, and this is with not just him, but any god or any entity. This is why names have to be called specifically and why a name has got power. You know, if you called on the true name, of, if we really knew the real true name of the Most High... 
no telling what kind of reaction this this world might obliterate. Who knows? Because when you call a being by their name, that's power. You see, how many of you call Jesus out and then certain certain things happen? Or you wake up paralyzed and you say Jesus and all of a sudden you're free. The power that that name bestows, the, the name itself is power. Same thing with any name out here that has enough root, enough worship, enough energy deposited into it, it becomes power. That's why you have to be careful what you speak into existence. Spells. You're casting spells when you talk, when you write things down, when you put your intent into it, when you want it enough. That's intent. That's magic. That's the law of attraction. That's the one of the laws of the of the seven hermetic laws of the universe called cause and effect. It's called causation. Look it up. The law of the mental plane, all these different things. So Baron Somni represents the chaos. He represents the dead because, you know, um, he is often called upon for healing by those near or approaching death. Okay, as it is only Baron who can accept an individual into the realm of the dead. His symbols. Look up his. Um, look up these beings' sigils. Look up their their what represents them in terms of the symbols. You'll know who they are. Uh, Baron Somni spends most of his time in the invisible realm of voodoo spirits, fam. So he is also notorious for his argumentative and outrageous behavior. He swears continuously, right? And making filthy jokes to other spirits. So you're not the only personal being that he would come in contact with that has something to say. He does this with those around him in his own reality. And he is the husband of another powerful spirit known as um, Mammon or Maman Bridget. Right? Mama or Mama Bridget. Right? But often chases after mortal women. He loves sex. Remember, this being is of debauchery. He, you know, he likes to represent the phallic symbol a lot. So he's definitely chaotic, and you know he loves sex. He loves to drink. He loves promiscuous women. He loves women that get drunk, because then he has a stronger influence on them if they're not already spiritually protected. So, you know, this is why I'm saying these these beings, that these are elementals of a of a of a, a chaos realm. Like fire can be chaotic. It can be good for certain things, but it's a chaos. It's a chaotic element. When you're burning with fire, you're burning with what? Passion, right? You're you're you you you're burning with an urgency to do something, good or bad, because there's a flame that's lit. That flame is saying, "I gotta get it. I gotta go after it. I want it." Okay, well, just imagine Baron Somni being a chaotic spirit, a powerful deity, who loves drinking and smoking and doing rituals. Depending on his mood, he loves women. He loves sex. So. If, you know, you're out here acting crazy or promiscuous or doing things or drinking or acting out of character, Baron Somdi is going to get that ass. OK, and that's just how it is. Beings like that go after what they want, regardless of what you like or not. Now, I'm not painting him in a bad light. I'm not trying to. Like I said, he's neither really good or evil. He's just one of those beings that he acts depending on his mood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He just depends on where he's at in that moment. You know? Uh, usually with beings like that, if you can offer things that they like and you show respect and you protect yourself in the process, they will be willing to hear what you have to say if it's worth their time. 
They'll bless you. But I don't do things like that. I go straight to the source, the most high. And then you have guardians. You have spiritual beings that have your best interests. You have a lot of power that you don't realize. So you don't really need to go to these other entities. And that's why I don't recommend that type of stuff. When I talk about rituals on this show, I'm talking about rituals that can help enhance you, create abundance, and give homage to those who love you and work in honor of the Most High. I am not talking about anything of a darker nature because that is something you do not want to tamper with if you're not familiar or, or um, knowledgeable enough to know how what you're doing. Um, so Halloween family, just to give y'all a sense of Baron Somdi, he does all these things and most likely Halloween is the time of the year, especially the time of the year where rituals are done and people are set up celebrating, people are having fun, they're dancing. Right, they're um, they're they're using their bodies as, as as semantics for 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 spell casting. A lot of seductive spirits and portals are opened on Halloween, such as today. Okay, a lot of portals are opening. A lot of chaos energy is being released. A lot of people are being possessed. A lot of people have attachments. A lot of people are these beings in bodies. Right. There's a lot of shape shifting going on. This is the time of year where beings can walk amongst you and look and be in their true form. And you would think it was somebody with a really good costume because this is the time where they can be themselves. This is what the movie Ghostbusters. And this is all in relation to the book of Revelations too: the dead rising out of the grave, beings coming from underneath the earth, portals opening and all this stuff about the dark armies and all coming upon us. The return of the gods. All this shit is in relation to revelations, right? But we see this in the original movies, Ghostbusters 1 and 2 that came out in the 80s. Now they got a new Ghostbusters that's coming out. This is supposed to be a continuation of the original Ghostbusters 1 and 2, only it's a newer generation. Now it looks a little more comical than the actual 1 and 2, but I'm going to still look at it when it comes to HBO Max or whatever. I don't know if I'm going to the movies to see it. But I will check it out. Probably look at it on Fire Stick or something. But the point is, pay attention to it when it comes out. Because they're going to try to make it look kiddish and, and funny. But at the same time, they're showing you some real shit going on in the movies. So don't get caught up in the comical aspects of it. Look at it from, this is what they're trying to do. Unleash these beings upon the earth. Ghouls. And things of that nature. This is some real shit, man. And that's why we have this show. Because we're not here to speculate. We're not here to give conspiracy theories. We're not here to give you conjecture. We're here to give it to you the way it is, whether you believe it or not. And with time, the truth will come out. And therefore, I ain't got to worry about whether I look or sound like a fool. I know to a lot of people I probably do who don't do no knowledge, no research, who haven't had any experiences spiritually in any kind of way. I expect folks like that to think that way because these people live under a construct, a mundane mind of what's in front of them and the five senses that they have. And those five senses aren't even heightened or sharpened. But this is the kind of world we live in. And this is the expectation that comes with what we do here on Fable Radio. Anybody that's in this line of work or has these type of abilities or has gone through these things, it is not to be expected of the world to take you know, my word for it. I don't want you all to ever believe me. I want you to take what I say and put it to the test. Because like I said, I don't have the time, the patience, or the energy to get on here and feed you guys a, spoon, a spoonful of BS. 
just to only ridicule myself, exposing myself, exploiting myself, leaving myself open for vulnerable attacks if these things aren't true. That's why we give you the knowledge. We don't just like to talk. We like to give you sources. We like to give you things to compare and contrast, to look at, things to do for yourself, to find out for yourself. This is why we tell you these things. And we try to tell it to you to do them in a proper manner. We don't want to just lead people astray and open in the third eyes and not know what to expect or what to do or how to do it the right way. And then you open your damn third eye up and you see a bunch of demons or something that you can't explain around you. And then you freak out and you go into shock. And either you have a heart attack or you end up a vegetable in some damn body's crazy asylum. We don't want that. We want you to have the best of your experiences. And we want them to be blessed, divine. We want you to be protected. We want you to know that you are these beings that these uh, entities fear. And we want you to know that there's all types of rituals. And you just have to be careful what types of things you involve yourself in. Sex rites, sex rituals. Every time you have sex, that's a ritual. What is your intentions while you're having sex? Who are you having sex with? Each time that you get in the bed with somebody, what type of attached spirits do they have with them? And see, when you make sex, when you have intercourse with somebody, you're already agreeing contractually, contract-wise, that whatever they got going on with them, you are now going to take it upon yourself, psychically, spiritually. So STDs isn't just sexually transmitted disease, family. It's spiritually transmitted demonic beings or spiritually transmitted disease or deities, you see, uh, or STEs, spiritually transmitted entity. You know, we got to stop looking at things and laughing at everything that we don't understand and start taking a deeper look at things and seeing what we don't see. And that's how, you know, I'm going to end this show today. I want to tell you all, happy Halloween. Um, <laughs> after seeing all that happy Halloween, but I mean it, you know, in, in, in the most humblest of ways. Um, definitely take this time out to enjoy yourselves. For those of you who are very diehard religious people who love to condemn people, I got words for you real quick. And I'm saying this out of love. Stop being so judgmental because you don't know your own religion as well as you think you do. And that's not to downplay anyone. That's not to use that against somebody. That's not to make anybody feel less of a person. But if you're out here making others feel like that, you need to take a look in the mirror first before you do that. Because I'm going to tell you something. While you're out here demonizing and con condemning people to hell and all these different things, I want you to think about the day. This is Halloween. The day of the dead. What you guys are doing and who you're giving honor to and celebrating Halloween on. What type of rituals you're involving yourself in and you don't even realize. When you go having people dressed up as werewolves and vampires and whatever else they want to be coming into the church, the house of the Lord, right? The house of El, Bethel. Think about that before you start condemning somebody because you're just allowed, if you want to turn it into something demonic, you just allowed the devil and his, <laughs> and his minions to come into the house of the Lord and make mockery of it by dressing like werewolves, vampires, ghouls, ghosts, and whatever else you can think of. And you're in there trick or treating. Now, there's another key to this element that I don't have time to go into about the trick or treating. That's also a code. Trick or treat. A lot of tricking out here. A lot of prostituting. A lot of giving up the ass and the booty. And I ain't talking about the spoils of war, as the Bible talks about in the book of Genesis. I'm talking about people giving up the booty. Okay? 
I'm not judging no one. I'm saying there's there's a lot of codes that we don't understand when we use these terms, man. We don't know what's being said. Treat. What is the treat and tricking or trick or treating? What type of treat are you getting on Halloween? Candy? Well, we know what candy represents. People are walking around here looking like eye candy. You know, that could be good or bad. A man might be acknowledging a fine woman or a woman may be acknowledging a handsome guy. But there's also kids out here. There's a lot of pedophiles out here. Is that the kind of candy you guys are into? Because I sure as hell am not. That's sick. But this is the type of stuff that I'm telling you about. It's codes. Trick or treat. Right? Are you giving the treats or are you receiving them? Are you tricking people out of their treats? Are you treating those that are getting tricked? Now, I ain't talking about sexual anymore. I'm just saying there's a lot of trick or treating. A lot of people are being tricked upon. There's a lot of pranks going on. There's a lot of delusion, a lot of falsifying, a lot of illusory out here. Be careful. You do not know what you are opening yourselves up to sometimes doing rituals. Some of you are out here actually playing with a Ouija board today. You do that, you're really asking for it. And I don't mean in a good way. Stop trying to connect with the dead using Ouija boards. That's not going to work. That being or that person you're talking to may not be who you think it is. The dead is not that easily able to be contacted, family. These are beings playing games on you. And most times, these are lowered negative entities and even sometimes, more so than others, demons. And they're a whole entirely different breed of chaotic energy because they are created from chaos. So they don't know any, 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 any love. They don't know any, any, um, you know, they, they just don't know any love. They don't know how to, to be remorseful. They don't have any of that in them. They use it to their advantage. They see that as weakness. They're not connected to source. Most times they're not connected to source. So anyway, I'm about to end it there. Like I said, I hope that this has been informative. I hope you guys take more time to look into Baron Somdi. I probably will do another show and have Baron Somdi in it. And we'll talk more about what we didn't get to talk about today. I just want to wish you all a happy holiday. Be safe out here no matter what you do. Watch yourself. Be careful who you allow in your, in your circles. Definitely if you have children, be supervising them. All right, there's too many ch missing children out here, folks disappearing, and they are allowing a lot of young kids to go out here by themselves, and that's just irresponsible. I can't feel sorry for a parent that does that, but I do feel sorry for the child that has that done to them because they don't have the supervision that they're supposed to have. Uh, on that note, family, I'm your boy, J. Rated All. You already know who it is, what it is, and why we do it. All right, with much love and respect to you all, I definitely thank you again for giving me an opportunity to speak with you all. And like I said earlier in the show when we first started, I will start doing a Q&A. I will take certain questions from different emails, just picking them randomly. No favoritism or anything like that, family. So if, I, if you don't hear your question, it's not because I didn't want you uh, to be, uh, I didn't want to like represent your question. It's just that I have a lot of emails. And some, sometimes I just have to pick and choose and then keep it moving. But I always answer you all individually when you do email me. So that you know I'm not discriminating anyone. But any, anyway, I'm going to start doing that. We're going to have a Q&A in between shows. 
And uh, I'm going to do one for the Superman. I'm going to go back to some of my other shows, too, to see if you guys have some questions. But I'm definitely going to do the one for Superman. A lot of you are still responding to that, so I'm going to have to keep checking your emails. On that note, family, it has been wonderful. Y'all stay blessed. Watch your six. I'm your boy, Jay Reed It All, signing off, saying I'm out. Peace and namaste.